What's up, y'all? It's Felix, age 29. Fun fact this week is I, starting last, the end of last year, I started working from home. And it's been a little bit of an adjusting, like, I'm still adjusting, I feel, because I've been at this company for about, like, five years, and we've had a center city office, so I've always had a commute and stuff, but I still feel like it's a learning curve for working from home because it sounds all good and everything. You know, oh, man, you can wake up right before work or you don't have to change or anything. But it, it's it been taking a toll on me health-wise because I feel like I've just been, like, so sedentary. And so I've been forcing myself to go to the gym. Uh, I force myself to get ready like I am going to make the commute. I still, like, I used to just wear pajamas or whatever and just roll out of bed and do it. But I've been trying more to wear at least jeans and a shirt or something. Uh, that way I can kind of get more. I feel like I'll be more productive that way. Dude, you got to do stuff like that because if you don't, I mean, you're sitting around, you're slobbing around, and it's not very good. And like you said, it's not only can you get lazy, I think, if you do that, but. It must be so easy to get distracted too. My production, or not my production, my metrics have been going down with like the amount of work that I've been doing, but I, it's it's going back up now because I'm starting to get more into the swing of things, and uh, especially with holiday seasons. Funny enough, a lot of people get radiology studies, so it, it's been super busy. Um, but it's a good stocking stuffer. Yeah, it is. I'm like, yeah, here's an MRI. Here's a ticket yeah. for an MRI. Uh, it's interesting. It really is because I, sometimes I feel like when I throw music on, um, like I just throw some headphones on or if, um, my girlfriend's not home, then I just throw like music over the speakers over like my portable speaker and I just like blast it and I just go to town. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. It really is because at first I, I was just like, oh man, like definitely I would get so much work done, but no, it was it, it's hard. It really is hard to stay focused when you're like sitting in your in your own apartment. Luckily, we have like a, a an office on the second floor, so it's kind of separate from the rest of the house, or se- separate from the rest of the apartment. So that's not bad. Without that dedicated space, you're just laying in bed, and you know, next thing you know, you're Bart Simpson from that episode. You know, where he's sitting yeah, there, yeah. he's like, "I wash myself with a rag <laughs> on a stick." So as long as you're not there, which yeah. you're very far from, you know, you have that dedicated workspace. And I think that really makes all the difference. Yeah. yeah. So at least the groundwork is there. But mm-hmm. even with the adjustment, you know, it's a lot to do. It it's is. a lot to try to get used to. But mm-hmm. yeah. Cool, man. What's up, everyone? Jim29. And I can't wrap gifts for shit. And Felix mentioned the holiday season coming up. I'm an excellent gift giver. I feel like I, the people that I care to get gifts for, because I care, I know what to get. And I feel like it doesn't take me long to find that good gift. I feel like I'm really consistent. I can think outside the box. But then when I have to wrap said gifts, it really, it's a mess. I mean, <laughs> it looks like a four-year-old trying to, you know, when they, they'll they make something maybe for Mother's Day or for Father's Day or whatever the case may be. And their parent or guardian tries to help them. And they say, no, I want to do it because it's mine. And they try to wrap it. And it's real messy. And there's <laughs> tape everywhere. 
the wrapping paper's all bunched up at the end. That's how my shit still looks, and I'm 29. Like, this shouldn't be the case. <laughs> That's why you have to get used to just doing bags. And just all you do is got to throw a little tissue paper in there, and bam, you got a gift. I was doing that for a while, but I've been getting real lazy now. Like, I recently ordered some gifts for someone's birthday, and I just had Amazon gift wrap it because they'll do it for you <laughs> yeah they'll yeah, have yeah. like a nice little gift bag and maybe like three or four more bucks and it's it's much more expensive than just going to target even with the gas going to target getting <laughs> or even like the a dollar, a dollar store or, or even the dollar store yeah, yeah. yeah i have options but i i don't know man <laughs> it's it, getting bad but hopefully i get better it's not that bad of it wouldn't be that bad to invest some time into youtubing how to wrap gifts because that's what i do or that's what i did and then i kind of streamlined my own process and doing it i'm not that bad what the secret is is that you have to only make the side that like the side up or whatever the side's facing to whenever you give the person the gift has to be neat like the bottom or whatever you can kind of just stuff all the loose and like (laughs) all the loose paper and the bad folds under there with like just tape that's what i do so Okay. Yeah, you you gotta just try to make one side look presentable, and you'll be fine, I think. When I give someone a gift, I can put it down on the ground with the shitty side down, <laughs> yeah. and then just walk away. <laughs> so they don't, you know, they'll, they'll pick it up, they'll see how actually bad it is, but I'll be gone, so I'm not gonna be there to be you like, can, hey, you, oh, he's down the street already. You can you can just like kind of like slide it with your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Holiday season is coming up. Wow, dude, where did the year go? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. And I love it, but it's it's just one small thing. Mm-hmm. I, I got to get better. Yeah. Well, I'll have time to practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's All right. start it. All right, let's do it. House, the outsiders look inside Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. We are officially in the mix, right? Mm -hmm. We're getting real down and dirty with episode two of Opening New Doors. You know, your original gripe with In the City, you were saying that it started off really slow. It took you, it took a while for you to get into the show. Yeah. I feel like this season, it's the complete opposite because we already have a character, I guess, and it's already starting to become interesting. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the similarity for me is that in terms of actual events happening, I still feel like it's moving at that kind of slow pace that In the City started off as, mm-hmm. but... As you said, the characters, and really there's the one guy that we're, that we're both thinking of who is still just making his presence known. He could blow stuff up in the house, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to see that happen. Yeah, it's because it's a new kind of, I wouldn't say drama, but a new kind of happening. New, right. new kind of events that... This certain person is uh, 
bringing to the house. So why don't we, yeah, why don't we jump into the recap and then we can talk about it as we go along. So this episode starts out with Yudai and his best friend, the Onions, from last episode, right? We always see them paired together. That's a, you know, I have pretty high, high hopes for them this season. <laughs> yeah. So he's making something. Uh, something that immediately jumped out at me here was, you know how maybe an episode in either the like the new season starting or a new character they'll show them doing their thing and it has the, the little bio mm-hmm. at the bottom of the screen oh yeah 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 i know what you're so, gonna say his last relationship was two weeks ago not two months ago not mm-hmm. two years ago two weeks ago which makes me believe he found out he was gonna be on tara's house dumped whoever he was dating <laughs> bless her heart so he could try to find love on Tara's house. I mean, that's got to be it, right? <laughs> that's a good guess, but I don't want... Yeah, you know what? That's probably what happened. I was trying to give him a little bit of, a little bit of something, something. But yeah, you're. <laughs> that's that's what's. Uh, that's probably what happened. I thought you were gonna comment on how it said attended culinary school. Did you oh, see that? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did catch yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty forthcoming about that, right? He said, hey, I attended school, and but I'm also learning how to do stuff, and I'm out learning in school. It's at all in the job training, which I think will serve him well, but it, it seems like he's kind of shooting himself in the foot here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, our poor sweet boy. <laughs> so he's cooking something. It looks like some kind of a soup, and some of the other housemates come in. Right, we got Mizuki, Taka, and Ami. When Taka comes in, he's fully leaning into that old man status. He has yeah, a towel. Yeah. He's like, "Good morning." So, what's everyone up to? Like, he just kind of—I totally related to him when he came in like that. Man, uh, he's so great to watch already. It's so cool. So he comes in there talking a little bit, and you and I make some kind of a soup. It looks like just a simple vegetable soup, uh, nothing too crazy. Really Um, nothing too crazy. (laughs) Really nothing too crazy because not only do we learn very quickly that it was it was a little light, which is I think really gracious of the housemates, you know, instead of just saying, Oh, it's pretty bland. Bland bland is the exact word I was thinking of. (laughs) I wanna I want to take a step back though, because uh when when Mizuki first came in and he was did you see he had like some interesting things to say, like right off the bat. He would he said he wanted to see Ami without makeup. What did you think of that, or did you think anything of it? I thought it just showed his age. To be honest, I didn't really think a whole lot of it yeah, in yeah. a beta way. I looked at it as kind of like a teasing sort of thing, like oh, I wanted to be able to almost like to make fun of her in a teasing way, but in a way where you know. It's a joke, right? Because he yeah. obviously thinks she's attractive, and I think he wants to be able to say, "Oh, you so you know you're so ugly, haha, ha, just kidding." But mm. if you don't get that chance, you don't get that chance. But he, because that's what I think he was trying to do, to hear him say that out loud. Uh, it, once again, <laughs> things that maybe could just be kept to yourself, and mm-hmm. you can think about them; they don't have to be vocalized necessarily. Which is a unfortunate pattern with him already. Yeah, I I think that's yeah, I appreciate you saying that because I feel a lot of my gripe with him this episode 
can all come down to his age, which I am very quick to forget. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see because we've had in past seasons, we've had young like people like 18, 19, like really young people. And they all range from mature, immature. There's a it's a full spectrum. So it's really uh, it's it's kind of it's I think that's why I threw my radar off with with you die because yes i know that he was young but in the past we've had some pretty responsible uh or more mature uh younger folk not only that but i think you have different levels of immaturity or different ways that someone can be immature because if you remember hikaru from in the city also 18 years old also very immature in some ways but you can't picture him saying something like that yeah yeah. About Misaki, about whoever. He was immature in a different way, but Yudai is that childish way. Like Hikaru, he's he's trying to figure stuff out. I think that's that's the the main all difference. The while, all the while trying to play it cool. Right. But Yudai, as we discussed last episode, he is who he is. He's sort of unapologetically immature. He's very aware of it. He leans into it a fair amount. And this was just more evidence for that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, so they all enjoy his bland soup. And he makes a comment about how dressed up Ami is for that day. And she says she's going to, I think, the Ministry of Economics, right? Because she's an econ major, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like me, shout out to Ami. Um, so later we see her presumably walking either to or from the ministry with two of her friends from college and they go get some food and her one friend is so cool because i think eye patches are awesome and i want to get to know her a lot better (laughs) that's not creepy (laughs) i not not like that not like i want to get to know her just like what happened to your eye? You know, just very... It could be like surgery or something. <laughs> well, she should tell us. She, you know, she knows she's going to be on, on Terrace House. You know, let's hear about your they medical were, woes. They were they were too busy bashing everybody in the house. Yeah, they were. I, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, like, pissed me off. I understand they're young. Really? Yeah, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. It just reminded me of, like... The popular girls in the school at the lunch table just, like, making fun of everybody else. Man, I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. Something's better than nothing. And we haven't... Something's better than nothing. What I mean is that this is Ami. Uh Uh-huh. This is who she is. She said it herself, right? She's with her friends, right? Her non-Terrace house friends. She says, I feel like I can't be myself back there. And she just gives her pretty much unfiltered opinion, or what we can, maybe not unfiltered, but less filtered than pretty much anything she's said explicitly so far at Terrace House. You know, she says that Xion is sort of like blandly hot, right? And I'm paraphrasing here, and I agree with her 100%. Jim, I'm going to send you with an eye patch so you can join them for lunch, so you can join the popular girls at school. And that's big on the other eye, though. Yeah. Right, so I'm not copying. I think, yes, I agree. Yeah, we're getting 
a peek into who Ami really is. And I'm not happy about it. But yeah, you're right. It's it's like it, this is who this is the unfiltered version of Ami. But what it seemed like in this short scene, the dynamic that they had was that the two friends would say whatever they want, whatever mean comment they want, and Ami would throw one phrase in, and they would just keep bouncing back and forth. They're like, "Oh yeah, isn't that stupid? No, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, that's yeah, isn't it stupid?" And I don't know. That just, I was not, I was not feeling it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we'll see how often it happens because if it does, then we can talk about maybe some of the differences. But you know, in the different vents, it would be interesting to see. Because hold on, like when when of course you can't beat yourself in front of these people yet. It's you've only been there for a week. I think for her though, her point was that she's probably not going to be able to to me it seemed like almost more of her saying because i'm with you i think you move into a dorm you you maybe get a, a new roommate or maybe you even you know you move in with your significant other or something and even if you've been with the person for a while there are just things you do when you're just sitting around and you might be more conscious of the way you i don't know use your free time to a certain extent yeah. I don't know. So I do get that. But from her, I get the feeling that she's really not going to be able to be herself. And of course, some people might think, oh, it's much too early to call that. And I agree. I think it might be too early to say that. But I don't know. Based on what we've seen so far, which has not been much, I wonder if she's ever going to feel like she can be her true self. And I also would not be surprised if she leaves somewhat soon already we're only two episodes in but that's that's my thought right now <laughs> yeah that would be kind of fast yeah but... i'm not saying i want it to happen but i don't know she just kind of seems like she's just over it already i i don't know but like in the rest of the episode though we find out that her interest peaks a little bit and we really see that later on when they get home and everyone is having dinner and Similar to how some of the boys on Aloha State went in on Yusuke for being a virgin. It wasn't that bad. But immediately Taka and Shion go, hey, did you hear about the pandas? Which is not cool. It isn't. It That's really not, isn't. Okay. I thought that was a real dick move by Shion initially. But then like Taka was definitely riffing with with him on it. And I wasn't... That, <laughs> it was so mean. But... Going back to our previous episodes where we were talking about what the producers may be trying to push. Because, think about it, it's all six of them at the at the table, right? Uh-huh. So, I think, I think they were definitely pushing for that. Maybe I'm just trying to explain myself for Shion. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm liking him so far. But, yeah, that was definitely a, that was definitely a dick move by him. Especially because... At the end of the last episode, they were talking a little bit about the girls that they were interested in. And even though Yudai said Ami and Mizuki, and we, we don't really think he has a legitimate shot with either of them, if you know that there's some romantic interest, it might have been slightly better, and very, very slightly, if he didn't indicate any interest in any of them. But if you know that someone you're living with might want to ask one of the other housemates out 
and you bring up something like that yeah you're you're really not doing them any favors yeah you're not yeah that was definitely not a nice move <laughs> no no yeah I, and they definitely went in on it too and, and taka was even extending a little bit more because remember when he was just like domo like what like uh taami was like what do you think about that and right she's like my honest answer and he's like yeah your honest answer and she, and she was just like yeah that's creepy yeah and i'm like Oof. <laughs> oh man i know we were going in on yudai but yudai is not here and yudai will probably never hear this but that was pretty mean <laughs> just to say to someone's face yudai also doesn't want to date us so in terms of him yeah. ruining his chances it, that wouldn't be <laughs> anything to be concerned about <laughs> yeah yeah you know poor yeah. guy but he does explain why he wanted to be a chef, and it seemed like he was talking to Shion and Taka yeah. about that, and they prompted mm-hmm. him. I don't know if that was an intentional chance at redemption, you know, that prompting from Taka to say, okay, we just made so much fun of you because you have two stuffed animals that you kiss and hug. Now, why don't you tell us about why you want to do the thing, you know? I wonder if he meant that in that way. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't too. think he's that self-aware, and I also don't think even if he were... That was the intent. But he tells us anyway. And I think it's a pretty legit reason. I mean, he didn't say, I really have a passion for cooking, which maybe most people who become chefs would say. But he says that it's a skill that's transferable anywhere you go, which is 100% true. It's true, but for it just seemed like such a generic answer for me. Really? Yeah, I I think for again he's young so he doesn't he has yet to experience life. Oh God, listen to me, um, like to experience life. But it just seemed that's the reason why you want to dedicate. That's the career that you want to go into. I I don't. It, it just seemed like a very cheap answer to me, a cheap reason for me. Did you get more of a sense that he? is doing it because he wants to be able to, tra- like, in the way that you think he wants to travel or something, like, to be yeah, able to like, ha- have an was... excuse to go, oh, I'm going to Europe because, uh, oh, I can be a chef, but also, I, you know, like, it's a vacation instead of maybe an actual career. See, if that was the case, if he gave us a little bit more, like, I want to travel the world and experience the foods of different cultures, that is that would be awesome. That would be cool. But it was really just a life skill that he says he wants. That's it. Okay. Because it's transferable. And I think that's valid, though. I'm a fan. Okay. But I will give him, though. I know I've been coming down hard on him. But what I will give him, he said he has yet to achieve something. And he is working towards finding what that something could be. That I got. And that was cool. And I was definitely giving him a thumbs up for that. I was a fan of that too, but I thought there he was being a little hard on himself because he is only 18. When I think about what I did when I was 18, if you came to me and asked me, Jim, what have you accomplished? I would say, well, one time I got all A's and one B. You know, Mm -hmm. I was in college at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in terms of what I accomplished, I don't know if I'd be able to say a whole lot. So yeah. in terms of him saying, well, I tend not to finish things, I I I wonder what things he might have started. 
yeah at that age like is it did he quit a sports team in middle school and high school you know it would be interesting to learn more about that and maybe we will yeah later on in the playroom we see Shion and Yudai there watching a movie and then Ami and, and Mizuki come in and there's really just a whole lot of attention given to Ami which you could tell she wasn't really that comfortable with yeah and not no, only was there not. attention but Mizuki was then prompting her to respond to it and Ami didn't really want to see this is what I mean when I feel like she's over it already you know I definitely got that and it it was just so I I wish people would just read the room because I I was I was in like I fell for her in in that even though I like I said I wasn't really uh feeling like their whole popular girl at the lunch table uh vibe but that was just like come on like there 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 has to be a point a point where you're just like okay maybe this joke is going a little bit too far maybe we need to dial it back or or redirect our attention to somewhere else. But they, they kept on going, and Ami really didn't like it. No. I wonder if she's going to explode and just say, listen. <laughs> you listen, you Stop, more. yeah, just going crazy. <laughs> yeah, she just, like, puts her foot through the TV. <laughs> oh, man, okay, That'd now awesome. I really want to see I, that. Yeah, that would- I would be all I would be all team Ami if she did that. Kind of like an Agretzko kind of thing. That'd be hilarious. Movies over, assholes. <laughs> it's time for bed. The next day, Mizuki's talking about how she wants to start her own brand of lingerie. Yes. Right? Which finally makes sense because in the intro we see her half of her shots are her modeling lingerie. And mm-hmm. there's no mention of that, but she says it now. So just, that kind of gives some clarity on that. You know, that sheds some light on that situation. With yeah. why, why is she a freelance writer in, in a bikini for half of her intro? That's why. Um, so later on, the four of them, the four of them being Shion, Ami, Mizuki, and Yudai, go out for Italian food, and they kind of get in their natural sort of pairing with Shion and Mizuki, having pretty good chemistry. And he pulls her chair out. He was. Uh, consummate gentleman mm-hmm. and they're talking a little bit just having a good time um you know they're sharing their food a little bit and ami and yudai are it's not the exact opposite but there's just I, I i i didn't get any sense of anything being able to happen with the two of them you know there's no potential there for me at this point yeah, yeah i would i was in the same boat i i was just like i can't i really thought about it. I'm like this is not how you approach to opening more conversation or more interest in you for you know for the other person so to kind of like indicate oh maybe we should go out to on a date to see you know to learn more about each other but the way that he was doing it was like what was it he he, she asked like and here's the thing like she was giving perfect like there were there were really perfect opportunities to like be not really smooth but to to open up some genuine conversation and like when she was offering like do you want some of these mushrooms and he was like feed me i was like oh man like really like that's (laughs) that's that's your go-to move or like i and on on the other hand we have shion who was doing i i was thinking going about it perfectly and with him i think because of how natural it seemed even though he seemed to have pr- pretty good chemistry with Mizuki, it's kind of hard to tell because he just might be 
a really nice guy, except mm-hmm. for when he makes fun of you, right? That, <laughs> putting that aside, and I'm not, I'm not forgetting that as a whole with my view on him, which is mixed right now, but it might be kind of hard to figure out what his intentions are, whether he's into someone or whether he's just, again, a gentleman. He's a nice guy. He'll pull out your chair. He's pretty easygoing, it seems. He has a decent sense of humor of what, we see, of what we've seen so far. Um, yeah, so it is kind of hard. But the contrast between the two of them, between Xion and Yudai, is stark. And as far as Ami and Mizuki, I mean, Ami, again, she's over it. You know, I could say that the rest of the episode because I, I, I really think it's true. And with Mizuki, it's also tough. I think the bottom line is that it's pretty early, and because of how easy Mizuki and Chion were with each other, hey, it could just be that's how they are, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think Ami and Yudai are kind of the, you know, the focal points. So it's kind of hard to figure out, but it seems like, you know, we'll know soon enough, and probably soon, because Yudai mentions that he wants to give Ami a cooking lesson, or in his words she is making him right he really kind of turned it on her in a weird way he said something like oh she's always asking stuff Mm -hmm. right he like phrase it in some strange way i think it was yeah i i I forgot also but i think what it was supposed to be the sentiment was that like she's been asking me so i'm going to give her like kind of like gift her with my knowledge my my cooking knowledge I'll teach the girl. Yeah. Come, my lady. <laughs> Smell these onions. Yeah. So he says he's going to give her a cooking lesson, and then he kind of backpedals. I was surprised that she weird. was, and she agreed. I was, I was surprised. It seems like for somebody, at least with my first impressions of her, she would be so quick to be like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I thought. Do you think she sees it as an indicator of interest from Yudai? Or do you think for her it's just, hey, I can learn how to cook here. Let me take advantage of this. Well, she already admitted that, like, he can't cook. Or not that he couldn't cook. Like, that one dish he served was, like, not that great. Yeah. So I think it was the the former. Okay. I don't know. I was was genuinely surprised. And we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So the next day, right, we see it happen. And... He, um, I don't know. Ugh. Should he be teaching Ami? Probably. Should he be a teacher? Because she said she really didn't know anything about cooking, it's probably better than where she is right now. Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're mm-hmm. right. I, might be. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pump the brakes a little bit on, on you, die. Yeah, you're right. But it was a little bit weird. Because they were making Oyakodon, right? Yeah. It was it was weird that he he was like, yeah, talk to the ingredients. And I was like, come on, man. Like, I don't think that's something... Maybe it was supposed to be like a, a funny joke. But to me, I don't know. He always seems to be serious. Because what he does is that annoying laugh after everything. So it kind of... Since the consistency of that kind of melds all like his jokes and what he's serious about into like the into like this gray area yeah so i don't know when he's being serious i don't know when he's he's joking because he would laugh when he 
was giving uh, when he when he was serving his soup. You like, yeah, can you take this? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why are you laughing there? For me, it stopped just short of getting annoyed with him because I keep his age in mind. He's really trying to figure stuff out, and I think. He's trying to adjust to what has to be a gigantic change in his everyday life. And I'm sure it is for everyone because I don't know how many chances you get in life to live with five other strangers, right? And it's also filmed and recorded for millions of people around the world to see. But for him, it seems like it's especially difficult. And so he's a character. He is weird he's super young and he seems like he's even younger than 18 at times but for me it stops just short of being annoyed with him the best case scenario for me is that he's an interesting sort of guy who has some growing up to do but it could also just be that this is who he is right because age doesn't always change people you know yeah you can't chalk certain things up to youthful indiscretion or inexperience. And maybe that's the case with him. And we're not going to know, <laughs> you know, it's going to take a while for that to develop. I well, I don't know because we've seen growth in these shows. Like, yeah. think about Rico. We were all praises for her when she started to show growth. She yeah. showed ge- like genuine growth in, in, in just the short weeks of the show not short weeks but you know what i mean in just the the few episodes i might just be busting his chops kind of early so (laughs) there's still time with him and we're gonna see that because at the end of their cooking lesson he finds the courage to ask ami out and i didn't think he was going to you could kind of tell during the lesson that he wanted to and toward the end he was really sort of up and down and i could see it in his body language like he was almost actually physically making a move like towards her and I was like oh is it gonna be now is it gonna ask her now but eventually he does so I'm glad he did because again it, I even if they end up going on a date or a couple dates I have very low hopes for the two of them but it could be a great learning experience and I'm all about those kinds of experiences you know and I feel like that's the allure of the show is you see this genuine growth with all the cast members, all the housemates. And when you get to see that particular character who you never thought would mature or learn something or be it whatever, that's the magic of Terrace House to me. So yeah. hopefully this is like, you know, this is one of those cases. But I, I also want to go back to, I don't know if this is going out of off the timeline of things, but yeah, who cares? <laughs> They were discussing with Ami, you know, I think, yeah, no, yeah this happened already um, in the girls' room. They mm-hmm. were discussing with Ami, like, do you actually believe, you know, are you actually interested in him? Or, you know, what's what's the deal? You're You're doing this cooking thing. And she, her reasoning for saying yes to all this, or even she even showed a little bit of interest in you, die, to my surprise, she she was saying that like no other guy has been this type of way to her so that's what piqued her interest and i wonder if her interest was piqued in a romantic way or just a curiosity yeah just to kind of see what he's about and she may have her mind made up about him already 
And I think it's kind of hard to conclusively say whether that that's the case or not. But there's something about the way that he is and the way that he interacts with her that has her interest. Yeah. At, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And maybe she ends up liking him. And then maybe I'll, I'll really be eating my words. But uh, <laughs> oh, me too. I don't know, man. Okay, okay. Now, now I hope it works out. I mean, I don't think it's well. I want most things to work out, but I don't think it's going to. But I don't know. But now I, I don't know, man. I I was very taken back by that. It, it's kind of like at the point of a, one of those, uh, like M nine. M. Night Shyamalan movies where you're just like something happens like well you know what I don't know what's happening anymore I'm just gonna keep watching and that is kind of like what happened when I found out that she had a little bit of interest in him it's too much to keep pausing it so you have some time to sit back and think did I did I hear that correctly did I catch that part was that yeah. actually what happened or am I just making stuff up and here's really interesting the way that the, this whole like the, this episode was edited because like right after we get Shion interacting with Subasa, right? Yeah, and this is again the polar opposite of of Yudai and his interactions with trying to ask a girl out, and <laughs> with Shion, I was I I just feel like Yudai should take notes from Shion. Or ask advice if he ever saw how smooth. Well, he should have seen how smooth Shion is, or how how easy going he is when it comes to talking to women. Because in this case, the way that he, I I thought the way that he asked uh, Subasa was just very. He eased into it very well, and and it it just came out so naturally for him. Uh, of asking like i think what is a trip to like a, a hot springs or something yeah for a yeah. foot bath yeah for a foot bath yeah I, I i really uh i really liked how he went about that he started off with just very just talking about just small facts and then like brought it to like the area and then like then talk, like talked about her job and then was like oh yeah i heard about this everybody's doing their own thing um, where what did you want to do? And she's like, and she's like, I want to drive. And he was like, Oh, there's these hot, these like this hot spring thing. I want to check out. Do you want to go sometime? And it was, it, I don't know. It, it it was very natural and smooth. I'm with you. I think it was natural and smooth, but it also, to me, it seemed obvious that he wanted to get to know her better. And yeah. I think this is in contrast with Mizuki because. One, when you're around other people, of course, this happens on the show where people are asked out in front of multiple people. So it's not like that would have been the weirdest thing ever to happen on Terrace House. But Shion and Mizuki had pretty good chemistry just as two people. But as I said earlier, I didn't know if there was any romantic interest there on either of their parts. It just seemed like they get along well and... That's if if that's quote all that it is, and it's not like mm-hmm. friendships or consolation prizes or anything, and we don't even know how they really feel. Well, she is kind of into. Well, they're kind of into each other, at least that that they think that the other is attractive, mm-hmm. right? But that's just a small part of it, right? That that's one component of attraction. But with Tsubasa, it seemed very evident early on, like that he is feeling her. 
Yeah, yeah. You I, are not in the house a lot, but when you're here, you just blend in so seamlessly. What do you want to do? He really wants to try to get to know her. And I think that was a big difference between his interaction with Tsubasa and his interaction with Mizuki. And he did it well. Can I say something? You are allowed to say one thing, and it must be said under 20 seconds. I'll time I'm, you now. Go. I'm putting all my chips on this ship. <laughs> on Chion and Tsubasa? Yeah. It's kind of early, isn't it? I don't know what it is, but the chemistry that this one scene, all that I can think about was that like, I want to see this go. I want to see where this goes and I want it to go all the way. That's assuming if it goes anywhere, if it gets off the ground, if it's a thing. Doesn't stop me from hoping. It does seem like it is a thing. Okay. All right. I still think we didn't see Tsubasa and Taka interact a whole lot. But that was my hope. That would also be interesting, too, because both of them are into sports. Yeah. And uh, they're locals. Right. It's very surface level with the two of them. Mm -hmm. And as to why I'd want them to get together. Yeah, I I know it's early, but I don't know. This scene would just seem so warm. And, like, after, you know, this mind-boggling interaction between Ami and Yudai... It was just nice. Maybe it's just the stark contrast between the two scenes. Yeah. God, the editors are so good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll but see. We'll I see. agree. I agree. Like, like Subasa and, and Taka. I, I think that might have some. Hopefully, you know that might have some wings to it. But I don't. know. I guess it's just this like scene. I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Man, the intrigue just keeps on growing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's and I'm I'm like super happy the way that this season starts is has been starting off so far. Yeah, me too. Me too. We already have things going on and 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 ships that we want to see set sail and and all this stuff. So and yeah. you die. We got you die. That yeah, you die. Yes. You can put your chips on that, on, on Yudai and Ami. Or just, it seems like you just want to put your chips just on Yudai. Just because I'm so curious, it's like, I feel like I created him. And I wanted to just go <laughs> see him now. It's like, let's observe him and see how he interacts in the wild, you know? He's my special little boy. And, like, I, like I, I'm pretty invested in his well-being. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and again, I say time, time, time again... That's how you get something extra from this show. Yeah. You find that one person, you root for them, you invest your feelings into that person. Yeah, exactly. This is a very risky bet, though. (laughs) I love to live dangerously, man. That's going to be a nice ride. So, last week, we didn't do an MVP slash MVL because we it's the start and it just didn't feel right choosing one right off the bat since we're only doing one episode we ain't doing it so what we're gonna do as jim suggested we're we probably are going to move every third episode so we kind of keep in the line of uh, of our format kind of that way we have more more meat to go off of to decide who we pick for our mvp slash mvl because we take it very seriously here in Taurus house yeah it's too hard with just one episode we need the stats we need the numbers you we got to crunch them. We got to crunch them. We, we, we had to crunch them. Uh, so that being said, though, 
we are open to suggestions for our ending segment. We we want to fill like the end as we like we liked having this segment. It was another point that uh, that another platform that we can uh, jump off of to to get into more interesting conversations. Jim and I both had some pretty good ideas, but we want to hear y'all thoughts. So, uh, as always, you can hit us up on our social media, where which you can find on welcometotouristhouse.com. Uh, we are now active on both Facebook and Twitter. Um, so Twitter might be a really good place, or you can email us at welcometotouristhouse at gmail.com. So, yeah, you can do that. I mean, we might as well finish up with the housework. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast and listening app. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, all those um, popular podcasting um, mediums. So, uh, and speaking about iTunes, please rate and give us a review, (laughs) please. (laughs) It it helps out so, so much. Uh, We have no real way of spreading you know, our, our, uh, or advertising, spreading the word about our podcast. So that, that definitely helps us. That's one of the biggest things. The second biggest thing is telling your friends and spreading, you know, sharing the podcast with friends, uh, with your friends. Terrace house keeps getting bigger and bigger. So if you know, if you want to get your friends into it, I feel like our podcast is a really good medium. They can watch along with us and, and, uh, listen to our episodes. So yeah, that is it. Well said, my friend. No, just, again, the reviews are very good. They're very helpful. Any sort of feedback is good. If you like what you're listening to, go ahead. Just let us know, hey, this is awesome, or hey, this sucks. You guys suck. Hopefully it's not that, but just something, because we (laughs) want to keep getting better. Even if it is, like, yeah, no, even if it is, just tell us. Uh, we I, that's something maybe we can improve on if we're not doing something right or uh, but it, you know what I what I have been having fun because as Jim is in, in charge of editing I'm in charge of like social media and like doing all the other stuff it's been super cool talking with with like the fans of our show you know we may be small but it's still it, it, it's it's still very fun because a lot of people have so many different out it it just like a lot of people have so many different outlooks that it helps me figure out my thoughts and stuff. So yeah, it, it's been, you know, it, I would just hope that this continues. People keep, you know, uh, keeping up the conversations and, uh, and everything, but yeah, the reviews would definitely help. It's nice hearing from people on Reddit and, and Twitter and stuff, but the reviews would, uh, definitely help us out a lot. All right. Uh, Jim, why don't you uh, take us home? All right, folks, you just listened to episode 20 of Tourist House, where we the covered episode 2202 of Opening New Doors. So please join us next week for our 21st episode, where we will cover episode 3 of Terrace House Opening New Doors. Thanks always for listening. Until next time, this is Jim. This is Felix. Take care, everyone. Peace. Peace.